This is the No Swear Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the two dudes in a nest, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. Justin. What's up, man? Uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, a little frustrated. Broke a few controllers this past couple weeks, but uh, yeah, I'll I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Tonight, tonight right. we are talking about Starship Hector, and we'll get into why I'm I'm uh, down a couple controllers uh, here on the Two Days right. in S podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But first, before we kick off into anything else, a couple little things to get out of the way one i am dealing with some allergy issues so if i cough and and things i apologize but i'm going to cough probably and my voice may get out before the end of the episode Um, so i'm just apologizing ahead of time and then okay actually actually hold on i've got a tangent on that you're kind of you're kind of like a doctor kind of right (laughs) what is your uh Tangent alert. What is your opinion on like the like the neti pot thing that like shoots water up your nose and cleans you out? Is it worthless? Is it something that some people do? Is it dangerous? And um, uh, the reason I'm asking before you get started is ever since COVID, I had COVID like what, a year and a half, two years ago. Whenever it first started, I got it like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, even just a simple allergy, I get my mucus is like a lot thicker now for some reason and it gets stuck yeah. it gets stuck in like the back of my sinus like kind of where my throat and my nose connect and yeah I, I can i can blow my nose and i can hack and wheeze and cough and everything and i just it just stays back there until finally i use like a decongestant or something that comes out but yeah so i was thinking about getting doing some kind of a a flush or something or like those in like the indian well, people people just stick that string back in there you know what i mean yeah i That's think the biggest problem is that- yeah, the big yeah, oh yeah, and the, yeah, that's weird. Have you ever watched somebody do that? I have. Like, how could you possibly do that to yourself? Like, ugh. you know who I saw actually do that? Slapper bags. No, <laughs> it would be hilarious to watch slapper bags <laughs> do that, though. Um, no, uh, Samit's parents on uh, Ninety Day Fiance. That's who I saw. You know, Samit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing until that show. Yeah, two dudes are big, big fans of the trashy TV. Yeah, we love it. We love some trashy TV. Uh, I haven't started watching yeah. the new season yet, so no spoilers. No, I haven't either. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. So the neti pot thing, I think the biggest concern with the neti pot thing is how well you get it clean. Because I think, like, you know, if you use it like a couple times, bacteria and stuff can like grow in there. Yeah. If you like keep you know, just like tepid water in there. It just like becomes an environment uh, yeah. that uh, bacteria can thrive in. So it could make that worse. I've read some stuff about that, but otherwise I don't necessarily think it's bad for you. If you can put yourself through that torture. Yeah. I don't think it seems pretty right. much torture to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I got to do something though. I don't, it's weird. I don't know if it's, it's gotta, I don't know. It's gotta be related to COVID or something. Cause it's it, like, Ever since that happened, well, it's like stuck. Nowadays, you can just blame everything on it, right? 
I mean, that's the plan. You know, I've also gained about yeah. 10, 10 pounds over the last year or so. That's COVID. Right. Definitely COVID. Because that happened since I had COVID. So. so now, are you a nasal spray guy? Can you do a nasal spray? Uh, not really. I've not, I've not really tried yeah. too much, but I used to not be able to. Maybe I could now. I usually just take like a do decongestant pill and it usually kind of loosens it up. Yeah. I can blow it out. But. All right. No, I, I can't do float. I can't do a, a nasal spray. It's just, I can't do it. It's it's a mind over matter thing. And really, the mind, the mind of it. Yeah. Can't, so, can't uh, do it. I know the feeling. But, uh, uh, anyways. Sorry to get us off on a tangent right I'm, off the bat, but this episode is probably going to be pretty full of tangents. Um, so, apologies. Ahead well, I, got, I can't time. wait to hear the you 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 teased me about a week and a half ago. Ingles tangent. Oh yeah, and the I can't Ingles wait to tangent. hear what that is. Okay, I can't right. wait to hear that story. Let's keep that teased for a minute because I want to I want to get into a little bit of like let's let's get rolling a little bit here. We'll tease the Ingles guy. Okay. Keep keep the Ingles guy in the back of your head. Uh, we also right. got to we also got to give our give our sponsor a little shout here in a minute. Whenever one of us can get the the spiel pulled up, but I'm curious if you've used it yet too. So we'll get into that here in a minute. Oh, you're talking about Manscaped, of course. Yes. I, yes, I've sir. used it. I, I was like, well, they were when I heard you know they were sponsoring us, they were sending us that uh, some stuff. I was very excited. I was like, I, I can't wait to use it. It was like. Uh, even though it was not something I ordered, it was like I couldn't wait to get it in the mail. I got it. I used it pretty much the first day I got it, and uh, and uh, you know I used it for the old uh, the old body hair. Okay. I know that it's a it's a down low body hair thing, but I used it for the old chest and and abdomen. Okay, um, works great. It's one of the best. It's one of the best razors I've ever used. One of the best really? clippers I've ever. Used. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Have you yeah. used it? I uh, yeah yeah. I talked about a little bit about it on the last show how I was I was trying it on my face and stuff. That's right. Um, That's right. So I will say I have now used it all over. There is not a crevice that it has not touched. Essentially, uh, I've used it as it's intended. Uh, uh, and I will say it's it works <laughs> it works wonderfully wonderfully just about yeah. everywhere. I don't really like it on my chest to be honest because it doesn't really get close enough for me. I'm more of a, I like a, a straight razor on the chest. I like to be nice and smooth. Um, oh, but I have for the swimming for the swimming. I'm I'm kind of a swimmer when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I have used it. Uh, you know, I discussed last time. I was trying to figure out if I wanted to use it as my main face one. Right. See if I can use it as as the go-to for the face. And I was having some trouble a little bit trying to figure out if I liked it. I will say I've now started using it exclusively. I, I put my other razor away and that's not oh. just, that's, that's just because it is that good. It doesn't get it quite as close as I like, but I think it's okay because I can do it more frequently because it's a lot faster and I can do it in the shower. So, so yeah, sure it doesn't get as close on the first day, but my hair by the end of the day is already growing back out again on my face. So what does it really matter if I can do it a little bit every day? It's much better. Yeah. And uh, yeah. as far as uh, the other places that's tough to talk about on a family-friendly podcast, I will say that it is very nice there as well, um, especially in a little place that begins with a T and ends with an ain't. 
It's very nice. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. All right. So well, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, we both got the performance package 4.0 by Manscaped, by the way. And uh, it, it's a game changer. I mean, it really is a, a game changer. It comes out with the, the lawnmower 4.0 really is the trimmer of the future. And I mean, it's really, it pretty much, I don't think that this thing is capable of nicking you. I mean, get, you know, not that it shouldn't, shouldn't, but I mean, it, it just reduces the mix so much that it's like, you don't even realize that you're any issues are, are there. Yeah, I agree. So what, what do they need to do? They get, uh, they got something. If somebody wants to buy something, they also got, by the way, they also got like shampoo and stuff or something like that. I saw some bottles of things. That's maybe some, uh, some creams. Yeah. And stuff. The, 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 <laughs> right. It's, uh, um, it's, it's toner. Oh, who doesn't want a good tone? Toner and uh, undercarriage. Toner and cologne. That's right. That's <laughs> a little undercarriage toner. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off. Plus free shipping with offer code DUDUDES. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code DUDUDES at manscaped.com. Yeah. That's two dudes, like the number two dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All one, all one word. Did we pick a bad code? I don't know. We'll see. If anybody uses it, we'll see. I like it. All right. Okay, so got any uh, history or tidbits about Starship Hector? Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. All right, Starship Hector is a follow-up to Hudson Soft's early shooter, Star Soldier. Um... This game was a Hudson Soft game released in Japan in July 16th, 1987, but didn't make it over to the North American shores until June 1990. Oh, wow. Background music. Yeah, right. Um, because it, is, it was um, um, a follow-up to Star Shooter that has kind of also been a, a play into a lot of different... Uh, other games in the future, uh, the same background music was actually used in Super Star Soldier. Um, and the theme also appears in the Wii title, Koro Rinpa, which also has a lot of older Hudson Soft games themes to it. Um, this game was also ported to the Super Famicom in 1995. The composer, Taikai, Taikaki, Takaki Kunamoto. You can tell I practiced these uh, yeah. these names right. prior prior. I'm walking around the house, you know, me 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 me. Who also did the did the composing of the video game music? Uh, with, he also did multiple Hudson Soft games, uh, including Star Soldier, Milan's Secret Castle, Mickey Mouse Capade, and Robo Warrior. Yeah, we've talked about this guy several times. Hey. Mylon yeah, or, yeah. or Milton, as I like to call it, Milton's Castle. Uh, Dino Ricky, I mean, right? We, did, we covered Dino Ricky. He did Dino Ricky too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, he sure did. He did. Uh, I think that's all that we talked about. Yeah, maybe just those two. 
But for the PC, you know, we all know JJ and Jeff. <laughs> we did the music for that game. Yeah, on the PC engine. Yeah, that's a great game. Big, JJ and Jeff. Big, big JJ and Jeff fan. I've never heard so, of that. So, <laughs> but this game was, uh, while it was a follow up to Star Shooter, uh, it did not, or I'm sorry, Star Soldier. Um, it did not have many of the features. It didn't really have the same kind of gameplay. It used most of the vertical uh, gameplay or shoot 'em up style, which we'll talk about more when we get into the gameplay. But what I'm curious about is did you go on a quest, maybe even an intergalactic twa- quest to get Starship Hector? Good question. Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. So, you know, I was uh, sitting around one day and I was wondering who can help me out. I used to be on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter anymore. Uh, Who can help me out? And uh, this guy by the name of Elon Musk. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, uh, doesn't ring a bell. Uh, he's not. He's not a very popular guy, but he's got a lot of money. Oh, okay. and uh, I figured, you know, maybe he had enough money to buy Twitter and put me back on there, right? Uh, uh-huh. So I reached out to him. He's like, "Yeah, I do have that kind of money, uh, but I'm going to need you to do me a favor first. I said, "Okay, sure, anything for you, sir, or anything to, yeah, you know, get me this game." Or to get me uh, back, right. on, back on Twitter. Sorry. Uh, and so he said, I need you to go to space. I've got a rocket. I've already funded it, funded the trip. I just need somebody to go to Mars. Uh-huh. Because we need to put a man on Mars, right? We put a bunch of robots in junk. Yeah. We yeah. basically threw a bunch of trash up there. Somebody's got to go get it back and clean it up. I said, sure, no problem. I'd love to go to Mars anytime. So uh, he suited me up, flew me up to Mars. Uh, started picking up the trash, and amongst the trash on Mars was a copy of Starship Hector. I don't know how it got up there. I don't know why we sent it up to Mars, but there it was. Copy of Starship Hector. I brought it home with me, and uh, yeah. Elon, uh, he still says he's going to put me back on Twitter. He hasn't yet, but uh, I did notice that he put an offer in to buy Twitter, so I guess I guess he's holding up his end of the bargain. I uh, guess so, yeah. So was I, I expect that as soon as since he buys it out, I'll be back. And um, yeah, and I got a copy of Starship Hector along the way. So that's my story. I'm sticking, I'm sticking to it. Here's a here's a question for you. Speaking of Mars, so we we've started this kind of tradition. My kids are into uh, playing the game. Would you rather? Which is yeah. basically two you know scenarios that you got to choose from, and. Uh, I brought up this one to how you would answer it. Would you rather live, would you rather be in prison on Earth or be free on Mars? Now, granted, this is like Mars is, there's some kind of colony up there, right? It's not just like you out there by yourself. Mm, Okay. And I can, I assume I can live either place. Yeah. Right. Um, All that's kind of a given. It's you can live, but you got to imagine what Mars is going to be like, especially in the early days. What kind of prison am I in? Just a regular old American prison, or just a regular prison, American prison? Yeah, no, 
no like you know third world country prison or anything like okay. that or by myself on mars you're well you're not necessarily by yourself but you're you're free you live there in this kind of primitive whatever uh, colony on mars how primitive are we talking are we talking like i'm having like farm and stuff like grow potatoes like that movie and book pretty much okay yeah i don't know that's a tough one you have yeah uh it really depends on what prison i'm in i guess and if i get visitation rights because obviously my my wife and son are not going to come visit me on mars probably so that right way, so you know but if maybe they come visit me in prison uh i think i'm gonna go with prison yeah as, it's as tough enticing. one as enticing as Mars would be, when we have to go prison. Yeah, I think I, I went with Mars. Really? You just you just love to. You just well, you got more kids than I do, so maybe you do want to abandon your family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not at that point yet. Although I, I got pretty close a few days this week. Oh, yeah. What's going uh, on over there? Okay. Well, tangent. Another tangent. Sorry. Tangent alert. This one's going to be worth it. And I apologize to my son if this uh, show actually lives on for a long time and he his friends can listen to it when he's older. Uh, <laughs> so apologies to him in advance if that ends up being the case. But, um, and he's over it by now, by the way. Whatever I'm about to, whatever I'm about to discuss, he doesn't do anymore. But mm-hmm. there, there, was a, there was about a week or two there where he... So he's potty trained, right? He, he doesn't go to the, mm-hmm. in the potty anymore, okay? Uh, but he still wears a, a diaper at night, like a nighttime pull-up, just so that, yeah, he, you know, he's a kid. He can't hold it all night. I get it. Um, so he's wearing it at night. And it, so far, you know, it had been going smooth, no problems. He would pee in it. Sometimes he would poop in it at night. But then he'd get up in the morning yeah. and we'd, we'd clean it up, whatever. But a couple weeks uh-huh. ago... He started, I guess, getting. He didn't want the poop in his butt. Like if he pooped at night, he'd just take it out, just toss it around <laughs> the room. <laughs> He's like, I don't want this in here. Drop, drop it in the pool. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So we were dealing with that for a while. Just poop everywhere. Huh? He just, yeah. He's over it now, but uh, now, now he, now it's funny because now he'll get up because we. There was many nights where we'd just be like frustrated with him and stuff. But it can't get too oh, frustrated because he's only like two and a half years old. Uh, but right. there, 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 there's mornings now. Most mornings now, he'll come, like stick his head, his his head, his chin kind of rests on the side of the bed. That's about how tall he is. Mm-hmm. So he'll come mm-hmm. in, in the morning and put his head on the side of the bed, and he'll be like, "No poo poo." <laughs> like I, did, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't poop. I didn't throw poo poo around the room. But there was a couple. Yeah. There was one night or one morning when he came in and he he, he did the same thing. He shook his head on the side of the bed. and He said, "Poo poo floor." And I, <laughs> imagine waking up to that about six fifteen in the morning. Oh man, that's great. And anyways, yeah, not great for you, no, but hilarious. Uh, it's funny. He, he's done doing it now, so it's no big deal. But uh, oh, tangent on a tangent. Sorry, but yeah, I must also say that. I think I may be, at least for toddlers, I may be the best comedian in the world because Oh yeah. Uh, along the same lines, the other day, I was a uh, oh, poor, poor kid. My son is going to be, when he hears this, when he's like, if, if it, like I said, if this exists until he's like 13, he's going to be mortified. But uh, nobody, he's not going to want to listen to this Starship Hector episode. That's why I'm going to put it on this episode because nobody's yeah. ever going to hear it. 
Uh, anyways, I think I'm the best. Yeah. I'm think I'm. I think I'm maybe the funniest guy in the world because we were in the other day. We were changing him out uh, in the bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever, and I was making some jokes and getting getting him going and making him laugh. And he just pooped in the floor. He just laughed so hard that he pooped the floor. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure, uh, unless you've done that to a kid before, uh, I think I may be the funniest guy alive. What's going on with this kid and his bowel habits? <laughs> I don't know. He's I just a, everybody says it's normal. I guess for him to have, I know. I just mess with you. Crazy poopy things. I'm sure you've experienced a few. Oh yeah. All right. Let's, oh yeah. Let's get off of that. Uh, poor, uh, poor Manscaped's going to drop us like a dirty shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drop you like a bag of dirt. <laughs> drop us. That was one of the great <laughs> Say what? I said drop us like a, a piece of that poop out of the, of the crib into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, uh, there was just uh there was this Letterman episode where uh, uh, he uh, it was one of these where he was like the, in New York he'd be like in an apartment and they'd have all these delivery guys come up and uh, he would talk to them through like the intercom thing and he'd mess with them and there was one where he, he's talking to the guy and he's like telling him he's going to beat him up. It's like, I'll drop you like a bag of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That all, that's all where stuck with me. That's funny. But. All right. Let's talk about this game. Boy, those were the late night days. Oh, yeah. I like. We'll never have those. Yeah, no, they're gone. Uh, now it's just another news channel, basically, every night. Yeah. Politics. I, what is, I don't understand. Whatever happened to like, sorry, I hate to keep going on tangents, but otherwise you guys aren't going to get an episode, so you might as well listen to these tangents. Cause yeah. we, <laughs> listen, we, listen and you'll like it. <laughs> we either turn it off or listen to the tangents because we're not going to have a lot to say about the game. Um, right. Uh, spoiler alert, it's really hard, and I was basically not able to play it. Um, anyways. <laughs> Uh, whatever happened, I, I'm a, I, it kind of disturbs me because I used to li- I used to love late night TV. I'd watch some Letterman. I'd even watch Leno. Always watch Conan, mm-hmm. and it was always like funny, mm-hmm. funny stuff where like they go out on the streets and make make fun of people, make jokes. What was that? Is it anything? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Conan always right. had a lot of good bits and stuff. And that's what that's what late night was. And then they'd have a guest on like. Right. A, like a celebrity, and they talk to them for a little bit. Maybe they have a musical act, and, and it was great. I mm-hmm. loved, I loved those those shows. And then all of a sudden, somewhere mm-hmm. along the way, I don't know, a few years ago, um, it just turned into just another like news channel, basically, where they'd come on and their jokes yeah. would be all jokes about po- politics, and then like all their skits would be so political. It just, I don't know. It just really, yeah. I just like to get away from most of that stuff. It's just becoming more and more difficult to do unless you just don't watch TV. I guess that's what bugs me. Yeah. Just the good old days are not coming back. Or maybe, or maybe, I don't know, you know, maybe they, maybe we swing back. Maybe we go back towards comedy because, uh, I can't imagine that this continue, you know, that this is, uh, something that, uh, everybody enjoys. You know, no, I mean, this isn't sustainable unless you just like being angry and depressed all the time, right? Maybe you do, which I don't know. I think there's a, maybe people do. 
Yeah, I do. Maybe that's the problem. Anyways, yeah. after that depressing note, I got a question for you. Are <laughs> you are you a Cool Whip or a meringue guy? Uh, cool Whip. What's your problem? What's wrong with meringue? Are you against meringue? Or you just prefer Cool Whip. I just prefer Cool Whip. Okay. The reason I'm asking this again because of, of a, something that's happened recently to me. Uh, I generally I'm a Cool Whip guy too. Okay. However. Yeah. Let's say you're let's say you're being served a coconut pie or a maybe like a lemon meringue pie. You you're not gonna mm-hmm. cut, you're not gonna take the meringue off and like put Cool Whip on it, are you? I mean, maybe you are. No, maybe you're, maybe you're that guy. I don't know. That's what no, that's, no. that's what my father-in-law does, and that's what he like trained my wife to do, apparently. And I'm like, what are you doing? The the meringue is part of the it's part of the pie. It's it's right. a lemon meringue. You don't pie. take it off. Yeah, you don't take it off. Yeah. What are you doing? It's like, <laughs> I, I, I don't like meringue. It's not. It's not good for you. It was one of the things I heard, and I was like, "What are you talking about? It's just egg whites and sugar." I mean, yeah, it's not good yeah. for you, but it's no different than Cool Whip. Yeah, I don't know. The Cool Whip is like the healthiest thing you can be. Anyways, that's weird. I just thought I would ask. I just want to make sure you're not one of the weirdos that. Takes the meringue, off, now, the lemon meringue pie. It's kind of like saying, "I like apple pie, but I take the apples out." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't know. I love yeah. cheesecake. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love cheesecake, but can you make it without the cheese? <laughs> just the crust. Just a graham cracker. Just give me the graham cracker crust. Yeah. No, no cream cheese. Right. All right. Anyways, here we're going to go with a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to we're going to dig in. We're going to talk about this game. Okay. I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed that you're listening to Two Dudes at a Desk. Time to dig in to some good old fashioned game discussion. All right. Roll up your sleeves, Justin. We're going to talk about Starship Hector. All right. I'm going to start with. The main. All right. Let's see what the, the story is behind this game. I don't know, but they must realize that it is a difficult game because if you look at the back, like the very back cover of the manual, it says, for questions, call, and it gives you, <laughs> it gives you a number to call. Like, are you having trouble? And the just... last four digits are hint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 415, 495, <clears throat> hint. I wonder if that still works. <laughs> I would call it, but I'm afraid I'm going to get somebody that lives in some California or something, wake yeah. them up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably would. Look, I'm trying to play stuff shit back here. I need <laughs> some help here. <laughs> I wonder if they ever get that call. Surely they've gotten it before. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, it's I'm sure. Really weird. All right. But you know, back then, like back then, you don't have the calling system like you have now. Like you would have had to call collect or like not, not collect, but it would have been long distance calling. It would have been a long distance call, yeah. For a lot of people. Yeah, weird. Yeah, you would think this would be like a collect number, so they just make money off of it. But no, they're just it's just a number. Yeah. Interesting. All right. right. In the star year of twenty thirty eight, the fourth world war on earth destroyed all of mankind. Oh, that hits a little too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're gonna have two by then? Yeah. Sixteen years we're gonna be- yeah, we're going to have two wars, and the, and the fourth one's going to destroy us all. Oh, boy. Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, the starship Hector was thousands of light years away on an ex- exploration mission. 
Upon their return to what is now ancient Earth, the starship Hector found Earth to be desolate and inhabited by gruesome biomechanical creatures. Yikes. Starship Hector yeah. must fight its way past many different empires of these biomechanical creatures to save Earth's future. This challenge will be the toughest battle of the Starship Hector will ever face. You must skillfully charge battle, you must skillfully change battle strategies constantly. This is the ultimate challenge to your battle skills. The objective is to help the Starship Hector to survive in ancient Earth and to defeat the gruesome biomechanical creatures. Earth's future is in your skillful hands. Sorry, it's a little faded. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. game The game is broken up into six stages. There's the in, I guess Incan. I don't know how to pronounce that word. It's Incan Empire, basically. The Maya yeah. Empire, the Atlantis Empire, the Egyptian Empire, the Mu Empire, like Mu, <laughs> yes. M-O- like, like a cow, cow. Mu. and they <laughs> the Empire of Cows. <laughs> it's the Empire of Cows. And the Yamatakoku. Yamataikoku Empire. Yeah, there you go. The that, those all make complete sense. All yeah. those empires. Right. And they're they're six <laughs> I'm sorry, they're not stages, they're six different histories. It's history one through six. Right. Um but they're stages. Right. They're stages. Um the game, which we'll probably talk about here in just a minute, the game is somewhat unique in that it has a just a normal mode. And then it has a two-minute mode and a five-minute mode. Um, you didn't talk about it in your history, but you know what the two-minute and the five-minute mode, where that comes from? You know, I read about it, but... Yeah, this game, so this game was actually, at one point in time, like a competition card, I think, um, where they used that for high scores. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had yeah. a guy, I can't remember his name, but he was like the Hudson Soft guru or the champion of Hudson Soft. And they, they used him to kind of promote this game. And they had like they use it for competitions, huh. and so they were like there there were timed competition modes, which are basically like you have two minutes get the highest score possible, or you have five minutes get the highest score possible. So that's kind of cool. I kind of wish we would have done a high score challenge on this one. Um, yeah, but it's our fault. Oops. Um, but the game is a it's a shooter. It is a vertical shooter, and it's also a side scroll shooter. So it's kind of like uh, think about a game like Life Force. It's a more popular game. It kind of does that. I think it does that. Was it Life Force that did both? I know Life Force did side scrolling. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember. It's top down vertical scrolling, and then it's also a horizontal scrolling um, that switches back and forth between between stages, which is which is a cool concept. Um, and you fly a ship that looks like the Starship Enterprise. It does look exactly like. It. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much the gist of it. The manual also has uh, some pretty cool drawings of biomechanical creatures and stuff, which is kind of nice. But uh, there's a limited warranty, ninety days, so it's gone. Don't plan on using that. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you get any memories from your childhood on this one? No, this is not a game I uh, actually ever played. Um, growing up. Uh, this was actually my first experience with it. Same. Not sure, not sure how much I would have liked this game uh, as a kid, though. Given its uh, um, difficult, yeah, difficultness, I guess. Right. 
Uh, I so yeah, same here. I don't think I would have liked it. It's just too much. Even as a even as an adult, it's just I don't know. I I don't have enough skill yeah. at NES, unfortunately, to be any good at this game. And even if I did, I think I'm too old for my dexterity to be still be there. You know what I mean? I, I don't think. Right. I don't think my thumbs would do it. You know, that's a thing that they say uh, happens why Formula One drivers retire early. Is they, they get their, like, reflexes. Yeah. Actually, as, even though as, like, a 35-year-old, you may think your reflexes are just as good as a 22-year-old. But yeah, when you're dealing with something that fast, it, you know, they're just not there. Yeah, it's dangerous there, right? Yeah, it's dangerous on this game too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so you start off, you start off on the vertical scroll screen, and the vertical scroll screen really seems a lot harder than the than the horizontal scroll screen. It feels like there's just way more enemies. It's just coming at you from all angles. It seems like, and I feel like even the first level is actually harder than the second level. Oh really? I don't know if that was your experience. I was kind of, I, I kind of was the opposite. I thought the horizontal stuff was tricky. Maybe it's just a me thing, but uh, I had a lot of trouble on the horizontal. Although I will say that the horizontal was easier to figure out where you get the life from. So this game, something kind of unique about this game, which is kind of nice. A lot of times these shooters, you get one hit kill or and two or three lives or something like that. Mm-hmm. This game, you have a life bar where you can take a few hits and still survive. And you can also... Sometimes it seems like there's there's a few enemies where it just seems like it just depletes it pretty rapidly. Yeah, it, it does go down really fast. And some of like the kamikaze-style enemies, when they run into you, they kill you automatically, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And, but technically, you have a life bar. Uh, and you can refill it. Yeah. Um, by shooting certain objects on each stage, which will sh- give you little pellets. Um, mm-hmm. So the first stage, I noticed the pellets, and I noticed, and like I shot the thing, and I noticed it, but I thought it was, I thought it was going to hurt me. It's, just, it's not very clear that it's helpful, and so I dodged right. it. And you're talking about, especially since you, the thing you're shooting to get the pellets is looks like a looks like a devil. Yeah, it looks like a bad guy, right? Yeah, it's got horns. It looks and like stuff. a devil. It's got two horns, and it like spins its horns around. And then you're like, "Oh, this is actually helpful." Yeah. So the first the first level, I totally avoided that because I thought it was going to hurt me. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then mm-hmm. the second level, in the second level, it's like a little cannon or something on the ground, uh, and you mm-hmm. shoot it, and it still kind of, I still kind of thought it was going to hurt me, but right, uh, yeah. I, I accidentally hit it and realized that it filled my life, and I thought, "Oh, wait a minute." So these little pellet things are life. Could have been getting life this whole time. Uh, yeah. So not totally useful because yeah, you're right. Your life bar does deplete pretty fast, but uh, still an option to refill your life using that, which kind of kind of nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, one thing, and, and spoiler alert: I didn't get very far in this game, even though it's a fairly short game. I was able to watch you know watch a few YouTube playthroughs. I wasn't able to get very far. But what seemed to be, you know, a fairly difficult level, the boss at the end was fairly straightforward, almost easy. I don't know, the first level. 
Uh, you just kind of go to the side, you shoot the four cannon thing on one side, and you go to the other side, shoot the four cannon thing, and it's over. Like, well, you know, it seems like there was a lot of, it was a fairly difficult level for a pretty boss. Yeah, that's true. I, I give you that too. I don't know. Yeah, so the, Which, I guess for me, the first level, I mean, the whole, everything's, the whole game's super stupid hard. But the first level, I got to where I could beat it fairly regularly because that wasn't uh-huh. that wasn't as big of a deal and the second level I, st- I had a ton of trouble with third level like the super green level no that's that mm-hmm. it I mean that's like as far as I can make it for the most part yeah this game's not forgiving either you don't like continue um, you just go back to the beginning you know it's old yeah. it's very right. much old oh, school yeah. this is the epitome of old school um, Nintendo hard this is this is a, just a tough game. It's brutal. It's not forgiving. You die. You try again. Too bad. You know. Um, yeah. Which is fairly typical for an '87, you know, NES game. What's funny about this game is that it did. It took it three years to get released over in North America. Yeah, that's so, some history. That's some history. I'd be interested in knowing why. You know. Yeah. What took so long? Was it that they, they thought we were pansies and couldn't handle it, and so they just didn't send it over Probably. Here? Yeah, could be. Probably. I mean, that's, that's kind of the way they were back then. You remember, I think they the original Mario 2, they didn't think we could handle it. So yeah. they sent us uh, Weirdo Mario. Which the original name for this game was apparently Hector 87. Kind of a stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, that is, I mean, that's kind of stupid. I mean, Hector's kind of stupid. No offense to any Hectors out there. It's a fine name, just not for a video game or a ship. Yeah. Um, hey, wait a minute. Let's take another tangent. Okay. Tangent alert. Ingles guy. Okay. Okay, yeah. Been, Can't you, wait to hear this one. Yeah, I teased you about the Ingles, man. Let's let's reveal the Ingles. Well, I just said, what did I, what did I say to you? Remind me to tell you what I see at Ingles almost every week? Yeah. Okay. So... There's a guy at our Ingles. Uh, when I go shop, I go I go shopping like Sunday nights after the kid goes to bed because there's never anybody out. And it's so easy to go shopping. Well, I say there's never anybody out, but at Ingles, there's always one guy. He has he has a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sits he sits outside. This Ingles has a um, has a Starbucks with like outdoor seating, and so yeah, guy, he sits out there with his cat in a crate. There's a cat in a crate and a man, and he sits there with his cat and watches like what I assume to be rap music videos because he's like looking at his phone and there's like rap music coming out of it, and uh, it's just uh, it's not even it's not funny. It wasn't something I was planning on anybody laughing about. It's yeah. just it's just so Dude, odd. I just don't understand what's going on. He has a cat. His cat. In a well, crate, I actually, well, oh, he's watching. I think it's a cat. I haven't seen it. I've heard it. I've heard it meow. And uh, <laughs> so I don't, but I, I've not actually seen it. So I don't know if it's a cat. It may, it could, it could be a recording of a cat. As strange as this has been for me so far, seeing this guy, it could actually just be like a tape recorder with a cat meowing on it, like inside the crate. And he's always there. Pretty much every Sunday, yeah. There's a couple times he hasn't been. Is he working? Maybe. Why would he, who brings their cat to work? <laughs> I mean, maybe he works there, but why does he have a cat? 
I mean, trust me, trust me, all would be explained if he was just out there watching his rap music videos, watching his hip hop videos on a break or something while he's working. No problem. Yeah. That all makes sense. But then you put the cat there and my mind is blown. I just don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, oh boy. That's pretty maybe, good. Maybe it's a therapy cat. And he does bring it to work. It is yeah. Maybe. You know what I saw on the on the road the other day? What'd you see on the radio? Here? <laughs> on the road. Oh. Sorry, I thought you said radio. <laughs> uh that's the plaid. Oh. Wow. Yeah. How'd you see it? Did it did not just go by super super fast? <laughs> no, he, I wish it would have. It's like, but uh, yeah, I had the plaid like thing on decal on the back. Oh, cool. How do you know it was just not a regular Tesla with the decal put on? You can tell the difference. Like you can tell it was definitely not just a regular Tesla oh, okay. Model S or anything. But I didn't see inside to see the steering wheel. You know, they got that like goofy kind of steering wheel. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not looked into plaids, like that. plaids too much. My brother's got a regular, just like the regular Tesla. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know. Like plaid. Have you well, ever driven? Have you ever, I've oh, never yeah. driven uh, a Tesla at all. Have you ever ridden in one? Uh, no. Nope. Oh wow. Nope. It's never been in one. It it's pretty crazy. I mean, so uh, have you ever driven electric? Anything with, like besides a Prius or something? Uh, I rode in a Chevrolet whatever Bolt thing. Okay. Still, probably doesn't compare. But it's it's weird right. the te- the Tesla uh, driving it and riding in it. Uh, the, like the, mm-hmm. ins- the instant torque and speed, it's it's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, I I really would like to to, to feel it. Uh, see what. Uh, what it would feel like. It's it's out of this world. It's cool. I don't. I mean, I'm still yeah. kind of. I, I don't know that I necessarily want an electric vehicle, but pretty neat. I do like the. Yeah. I'm more of a truck guy myself. Uh, that Rivian looks awesome. I'd love to have a Rivian. Yeah, you like the Rivians? Yeah, I like it quite a bit. I'm not. I'm not. I, I've, seen, I've seen one in person, but I've not driven it. Around. It looks yeah. Cool. I would. I wouldn't mind to get the uh, Ford Lightning. Pretty good. Yeah, it does look pretty good too. I, I like that one too. It's pretty cheap too. I mean, if you can get one, they're reasonable. Yeah, they're. Uh, heard the waiting list is like ridiculous. So, yeah, not getting one anytime soon for sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hey, what do you think the uh, Starship Hector's powered by? You think it's powered by lightning or uh, electricity, nuclear. gas, or nuclear? Yeah, you're probably right. Well, I don't know. He's, I mean, Starship Hector's from like yeah, a uh, another planet, so there's no telling what source, right? That's true. It could be something. I mean, it could be something we don't even know. You right. you sent me that thing the other day, the helical engine that uh, apparently NASA's working on that doesn't even work, uses no fuel to yeah, build. Yeah, it's insane. If they can, if they if they can actually build that. Yeah, but I think I, I read did some reading on it. Apparently, a lot of people think it's pretty much not possible because yeah. it breaks one of the like laws of physics. Right. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think it's possible. Laws but it's of still physics, 
Physics, physics. Who cares about the laws of physics? Uh, well, not that one guy at NASA that thinks he can put the, do that vehicle thing for Bob. And and uh, Starship Enterprise doesn't care about uh, the laws of physics. Right. So you got to the third level. I didn't get past the second level. But, you know, here's the thing. Two, you've got two weapons, both with A and B. You got the bomb. You hit with, I guess because it's A, and then you hit B for the gun, which is like, because you've got enemies, especially on the horizontal, where you're, you've got enemies on the ground as well, coming at you, so kind of time, which, you know, it's not just using two different weapons, two different weapons, two different types of enemies that are both, it's pretty dang, dang difficult. Yeah. Yeah, and even on the top-down levels, technically you have enemies on the ground and enemies uh, in the sky. Yeah, all these pyramids. I guess they're Incan pyramids. Yeah. Well, sorry, I'm about to <clears throat> I'm about to cough. I was trying to avoid trying to avoid it. Trying to avoid the cough. Yep. Well, just uh, so what what did you think about the the graphics of the game? Did you, I, I mean, you know, looking at the background, the background coloring and stuff is kind of kind of lame. To me, it doesn't really kind of, uh, yeah, just kind of bland. But the, but the sprites, the bad guys, I mean, they're pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, the graphics aren't bad, especially for 1987. Um, the, I don't know, the backgrounds are, they're varied. They're kind of boring. Overall, yeah. but but they're different. Right. Every level is different, which is nice. The enemies are all kind of different. I just, you know, it's a problem with a lot of NES games. It's not really the not really the developer's fault. It's, I guess it's kind of the NES's fault. There's so many NES games that are just brown, 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 brown. You know what I mean? It just gets so boring. And it, but it's I know they're trying to make it look like you know the ground, and then there's trees with, which are green grass, whatever. It's just so much brown. It just it gets so old playing all these Indians games. They're all brown. Bring a little bit of green. Get a bush or a tree every morning. Some water. Oh yeah, I can't forget about water. Blue water everywhere. Um it kinda reminds me a little bit um of um oh, Captain Skyhawk. My wife's there we go. In a way. Yeah, it is. There's some similarities to that. I mean, just in the way that it's some of the, some of it's just like all the same level, the entire level is the same color, you know. You're flying a yeah. white. Sh- At least the ship is white, and that helped. You could see it, no matter what. You could. I felt it was nice that you could always tell where your ship was, even amongst all the chaotic stuff going around. Your ship was really the only thing that was white most of the time. I mean, there's a few right. little, there's a few little white things like on the ground and stuff sometimes, but um, most of the time. You you could always figure out where your ship was, which in a game like this is super crucial. Trying to dodge bullets and stuff. Yeah. So I had that going for it, graphics wise. Yeah. And I don't, I, you know, I'm calling this game super difficult uh, and saying that we don't have a lot to say about it. I'm not necessarily saying that it's bad. It's not. Um, it's not like it's cheap. It doesn't feel cheap. It just feels like it's throwing a lot at you. And expecting a lot out of you, and I just don't have it. But 
it's not necessarily a bad game. I think there's there's a lot of people out there who are good at NES, good at these old games, that this is really made for them. Yeah, I agree. I also think that this game, basically, it's a short game, so it's like kind of a bang-for-your-buck game, you know, where you're just kind of, you know, basically... Yeah, they're kind of expecting you to play it over and over again, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Which is maybe probably a, a, a benefit to this game. It does have a lot of replay value, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if it's if, if you're determined to uh, to get it done, there's a lot of replay, replay value in that. Right. I just don't know that I have the patience for that at, at my age, unfortunately. <laughs> what about uh, what about the sound and the music? Do you like about? Well, I thought that was actually probably the the thing that I enjoyed the most about the game was the the sound, the music. The music was probably um, it was really good. Really went well. The game obviously has some replay value, as we talked about earlier. There's other games where this music pops up, so I. I actually thought this was that was one of the uh, the best components of the game. Yeah, I agree. I think that was I, I really like the music. Anyway. Most every track I thought was really good. Uh, yeah, I don't think that there's you know it's kind of on the verge of would I play it outside of the game to listen to or not? Maybe. I mean, this one's kind of close. Some of the music in this game is pretty good. Yeah. So. It's different. Uh, again, just like the stages are kind of different, the, the, the songs are different as you go from stage to stage. Like in style. Right. style there's a lot of style and variety in songs, which I can appreciate. All right. I think uh, I think we've said about as much as we can about this game. Well, let's. Uh, how much to go for? Let's figure out if it's worth it or not. Well, the loose price is $18.69 per price wow. party. I'm actually kind of surprised. It's a little bit higher than I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know if that's maybe they just didn't produce as many. You know, uh, again, this is kind of one of those weird situations where it's set three years after the the release in Japan. So maybe they just didn't really, there was limited release in the United States. I don't know, but it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I would say uh, ah, it's tough. It, it really depends on what kind of gamer you are. If you're an NES gamer like me, who just doesn't have the skill or the patience anymore, that's a pretty steep price to pay. Again, I'll yeah. say that it's not a bad game. It's actually, I think it's actually a pretty good game. I think it's just a little bit too difficult for the, for a guy like me. But if you're the if you're the kind of guy that's yeah. that's good at these at these shooter games, these top down shooters and side scroller shooters. Uh, if you're the type of person that's good at this type of game and you're looking for a challenge, this is probably one of the most challenging ones that I've played on the NES. I've played several. This is probably one of the toughest. And it doesn't, like I said, it's not cheap. It's just t- it's just tough. There's just a lot going on. Got to have good reflexes. Got to kind of memorize, do a lot of memorization, that sort of thing. Uh, learn how to fight the yeah. bosses, that, all that good stuff. So, you know, it's not a bad It's It's a good game I, in general. I and I think it would be worth it to somebody who's looking for a challenge and likes this type of game, but that person's not me. Yeah, I agree. I think if the, I think if the game was cheaper, I would say it's definitely worth it. Yeah, if it was cheaper, it would be worth it. It would be worth it to just about anybody. 
even though it's hard, like I think it does replay value, but I don't think it's twenty bucks for you know twenty bucks for right. It's it's short. The replay value comes from trying to figure the game out, um, like get better at it and be able to be the, the replay value doesn't come from it necessarily being a, a ton of fun. I don't know. That's weird. It's it's a yeah. weird weird thing for me. I don't know. Um, yeah, but no, I'm with you. I do. I am interested yeah. in in the competition aspect of it, though. The two minute and five minute. We may have to open back up the high score page and give this one a go, just because of what it is. Um, so, listeners out there, if you're interested and think uh, you would participate, let us know. Maybe we'll give this one a go. I'll let you. I'll go ahead and tell you. You'll be able to be my score. So, I don't even remember what it was, but it couldn't have been very high. Well, oh. I, I think we need to address something that was brought up from the past episode. It was brought up in the Facebook group, which is the Judas Priest getting put in the, the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah. We kind of will. talk it, we spoke it in. Yeah, we just spoke it into existence. Yeah, go us. I think that was all us, yeah. I mean, yeah, we put it pretty much we did it. Yeah. We put it in there. That was us. Uh, I mean, they deserve it, right? They've been they've been a band for fifty something years. I mean, we you can go back and listen to our yeah. episode. We talked all about it, but yeah, oh, well deserved. Glad they're going in alongside Dolly Parton and Eminem. Maybe is that who's going in? That's weird. I think Do- yeah, I heard. She at first she just said she didn't want it, and then she's I think she's now come back and said, eh, actually, I'll take it. So I don't know what to believe in. All right, so. Um, I had one more, one more good tangent. Maybe it'll come back to me. I think I lost it. Oh. In the meantime, let's do some retrofitted trophies. You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. All right. Got, uh, can you pull up the... I got, uh, well, we've only got one on the Facebook that's from Nick DeMarco. Okay. And it is Starship Hector Payne. Hire John Morrison to do his corkscrew moonsault onto a box copy. I guess that's a, that's a rascal. I, I'm going to go with... I'm going to be impressed, and that's just beating this game. Cause it would, that would definitely be impressive. Yeah. Yep. I agree. That's, that's impressive. That's the Tom Arnold would be impressed. Just beat the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Cool. Do you have any? I actually don't. I slacked on this one. My apologies. Putin could be rejoicing when you couldn't get out of the first level. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one. Putin rejoices. You get. You can't get out of the first level. Yeah. Although you keep trying over and over and over and over again while the whole world watches. Uh, you just can't get past that first level. Right. That's right. Although, you know what I thought about a lot of, when I was playing this game? Uh, here, this, this, I can make this into a trophy. Okay. Dreaming Hector, Brad Pitt, and movie Troy, uh, well, every time you die. Okay. If you remember that scene where, uh, you know, it's Achilles, he comes up to the gates and he's just standing out there screaming Hector for him to <laughs> come out. Yeah. Oh, that's a good part, actually. That's a really good part of that movie. That movie's pretty good. 
I kind of, I, I, I kind of look back on it. Uh, really good. I don't know. I kind of after, after I seen, I watched it. I liked it when I watched it, and then a few years later, I thought, man, eh, that's probably wasn't that good. But thinking back on it, just think back on it fondly. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. It's a fun epic movie. It's a fun epic movie because there's just a lot of, you know. Yeah. Alrighty. How about uh, what else we got? We got uh, feedback. Let me do some feedback. Yes, some feedback. Oh no. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, we got to do the rating. No game is worthy until the dudes have spoken. It's time for the game rating. All right. How you want to rate this one? How about a a hard candy? A hard candy? Mm-hmm. Like a Jolly Rancher or something like that? Yep. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with Jolly Rancher then. All right. Because uh, Jolly Rancher, they're pretty good. Uh, they're just not for me. I mean, I like them okay. And they've, they've been around for a long time, so obviously somebody really likes them. But I'm not a big fan. But they're not a bad candy. They're just, just really not my thing. Which, that's kind of this game. I feel like it's a pretty good game. Uh, it's just not my thing. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jawbreaker. Because a Jawbreaker, kind of like this game, you got to really be invested. It's gonna take a lot of time and a lot of work. It's it's something you gotta really, really be committed to. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Did uh, you remember those? I'm sure you do. I'm sure everybody knows about them. like the giant Jawbreakers that take like a month to eat. They're like the size mm-hmm. of a, base, a baseball. Yeah. What's the purpose of this? I don't know, but I, I remember eating one one time. I made it all the way through. Yeah. Pretty Truly good. a jawbreaker, broke your jaw. No, but my jaw was sore. No joke. I don't even know how to tackle something like that, but I did. I mean, you just kind of lick on it and stuff. I don't know. Speaking of, how many licks does yeah. it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Three, I did. According to the owl. According to the owl, but I did a true test. When I was a stupid kid. <laughs> we yeah. used to go to uh, we used to go to the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which from Tennessee right. that was our yearly trip. We always went there, and from Tennessee it's like a fourteen hour drive, I think, um, from where we live. Uh, so it was a real long drive. And um, with, what do you do on a long drive like that? You know, you play look, play some games, yeah. look, out, look out the window. But I mean, that's a long sleep some, right? That's a long right. drive. So what I decided to do is I, I found out how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. And I don't remember the exact number anymore. I used to remember it, but I've kind of forgotten over the years. But it was like 2,114 or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Just doing like <laughs> si- si- single licks, right? It's like Single lick. licks. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. no sucking, no putting it in your mouth and sucking. Just like single licks, like the owl was doing in the commercial. It was like... I think it was over two thousand. Man, I was yeah. an I was what is such a believe. dumb kid. I was a dumb kid. Who would do this? What else are you gonna do? You're in the car, you didn't have phones back then. That's true. I mean the kids now would just be on their phone the whole trip, right? Right. See, that's what happens when you don't have phones. You just lick stuff. Anyways. Oh, I remember before we move on to feedback, I do remember what my other tangent was. I probably should have said this at the top of the show. But I want to test this guy to see if he, he, he claims to be, he, he's a listener. A buddy of mine I used to work with, the same guy that I claimed that I whooped his butt at Blitz at the 
Barcade. Remember I told this story a few a few episodes yeah. back? Right. Mm-hmm. I told that episode that story a few episodes back about how much, how bad I beat him at Blitz. And I did. I really beat him really bad. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Um anyways, I was talking to him the other day and, and he said, Hey, I, I noticed that you you called me out and talked about how you beat me at Blitz. However, you forgot to mention that prior to that moment I had just got through kicking your butt at uh Street Fighter. And I just want to Go on air and admit it is true <clears throat> that he did whoop mm-hmm. me, whoop me a few times at Street Fighter before I whooped him a few times at Blitz. It's that's a fair statement. That did happen. Um, well, there you go. I just want to get that out in the open, clear the air, as as it were. I told him I would, and so now air is clear. Uh, but I also did it like in the middle here, or like near the end, like an hour in just to see if he truly listens, because he claims he listens. But I don't remember where I talked about that last time. It may have been early on. So we'll see. We'll see what he says. All right, let's move on to feedback. It's time for D-Patter feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. So on Facebook, we have Jesse Clever Vidal says, I got a cousin named Hector. That is all. All right. Gabe Van Gilder said, never heard of it? Because he put a question mark at the end of it. <laughs> he doesn't know if he's heard of it or not. He thinks he's not, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Josh Diekman put solid game, but somewhat punishing. If it weren't so difficult, it might be fondly remembered in the NAS shooter library, which is probably true. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, okay. We don't get much feedback anymore. I think it, ever since we switched our Facebook group over to the BitBros, um, yeah. and people found out that we were hanging out with the Genesis Gems in real life, they kind of quit giving us feedback. Yeah. We should probably rethink that. Yeah, I think. Maybe. Well, we'll think about it. Um, we do have four. <laughs> we have four voicemails. Okay? Oh. Yeah. So, brace yourself. Here we go. I wonder what they're going to sell us. I don't know. Let's see. Yes, this is my call. Uh, the bagpiper formerly known as Dude Bag. I don't know what my <laughs> bit bro's name would be now. Anyway, I uh, just finished listening to your episode on Fester's Quest, and uh, I think it's... Hold on. Time out. Dude bag. That that name is too good. I know we tend to give people a new bit bro's name, but bro bag or bag bro, those those are nowhere near as good as dude bag. So if you're okay with it, we're just gonna keep you as dude bag. Yeah, I like it. All right. Better. Yes, this is my call. Uh the bagpiper formerly known as Dude Bag. I don't know what my bit bro's name would be now. <laughs> anyway, uh just finished listening to your episode on Fester's Quest and uh I think it's inspired me to go, and uh, next time I'm in the uh, pawn shop or the retro game shop to maybe pick up a copy. It's usually sitting around in the bargain bin for 5 to $8, and I've just always passed it up just assuming it was a garbage game, but it sounds like it'd be pretty fun. So I might try to pick up a copy of that if I see it next time. Uh, listening to the music at the end of the episode, is that Mega Man music? Uh, I'm thinking Mega Man 4 or 5. I'm not on Facebook anymore, so, uh, I haven't been able to check to see, but I've got a hunch that your next episode is a Mega Man episode. I'm curious to see if I'm right. So, 
Anyway, you guys are doing great. Good to hear you guys back on the air, and uh, keep it up. Bye. Thanks, dude. Back. I think Boy, I put dude. Dude, bag's gonna be disappointed when he gets to the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's oh, say be Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Starship Hector. I think I put mm-hmm. this. I think I put the Starship Hector uh, music at the end. I don't know. Maybe I, I know I didn't put Mega Man, but I may put something else on accident. Um, yeah. Poor, poor dude, bag. Man, we got to cover some of these other Mega Man games. Have we covered? Covered yeah, one we and two. Covered one and two, right? There's right. four more. Uh, we got to space those out. Those are the good episodes. All right. Oh yeah. All right. Next uh, voicemail. What's up, dudes? It is JV NES back again. I don't know. I did, I haven't listened to the end of whatever the last episode of Tester's Quest there, but I was listening to the part where you guys were asking me a bunch of questions. So uh, I wanted to get that out of the way because I thought uh, maybe we would forget at some point uh, if, if I did come back on to do these questions. So you want to know why am I so out of breath all the time? It's funny because every time I do get these calls or, you know, like, or I see the game uh, and then I call in, or whatnot, I do pace around my house. I don't know why I do that, but yeah, you're right. That's exactly what was happening. I like the interpretation that I'm out, like, taking a walk or whatever. That's uh, that's that's good, because I do listen to podcasts while I'm not taking a walk, so that's uh, that's accurate, for sure. But uh, in terms of my collection, how do I um, sort them out? Well, it is alphabetized, and I do have the numbers at the front, and about the the situation, it's really game dependent. Uh, for instance, like it, it, I don't I don't have like a really good example, but I guess it's all kind of based on uh, this app that I used to use, and I still uh, have it. But it was this uh, retro collector app or something. But they don't make it anymore. It's all part of like one app now, which is super annoying because then you can't just like sort out which collections. It was much better when then they were individual apps with the whole. So I kind of went by that to alphabetize them. So some things are kind of weird, um, but a lot of things, you know, sometimes games have like weird things like Gilligan's Island, but it's like the adventures of Gilligan's Island or whatever. It's like super strange, but like, um, but yeah, so like, or like Rad Gravity and it's like the adventures, I think, of Rad Gravity. Yeah. Tiny, like I'm looking up here and I'm just like, why is that up there? Or Pugsley Scavenger Hunt. That's what it says on the uh, the side, you know, the of the cartridge there. And then it's like, it's just Adam's family Pugsley Scavenger Hunt. So I have that up with the A's. So stuff like that. So yeah, I do often pace around while I'm um, doing the thing. I'm actually just kind of static right now. That way I don't uh, do that. But <laughs> so. I don't know, and I'm just always trying to think about the game and talk about the game. So there you go. There's the answer to that. Uh, I'll see you guys in the next one, JV. All right, I nailed it. And he's pacing around. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. I mean, I like it. If you want to be out of breath every time you call in, uh, you're probably the most excited uh, person that calls in. You, know? you just sound like you're ready to go. You know? <laughs> he's like the the trainer at the gym from like the um, – like those old 80s workout videos, you know? It's like always out of breath and sweaty. Uh, just excited. Sweating to the oldies. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. Another voicemail. Silence. Good. I like it. Good. Great. Uh, all right. The truncate silence will just take that right out probably. 
Uh, and then last one. This is probably going to be like one of the most infamous sound bites you'll ever have from Nick Stevens, but uh, this is probably one of my favorite games of all time. Like probably top oh. ten. Oh wow, Nick likes it. Top ten. I know oh, he's wow. not. I know he's not good enough to get past at least the second or third level. So I don't know why he likes it, but uh, more power to him. Yeah. Oh. All right. He's, he just likes the. He likes the punishment. All right. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Good. Good. Uh... Good talking about uh, Starship Hector a little bit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, you want to tell people how they can find us and whatnot? Well, you our main feedback, and let's get back on the feedback train. Uh, get on there and on Facebook and go to the Bit Brothers Retro Gaming Community site uh, where you'll find all of your retro gaming friends on there, but we also get all of our feedback for to get read on the show on that page. And then, you know, we haven't gotten a good iTunes review in a while. Uh, we true. need a good iTunes review. Um, so, we, and if you put it up there, we'll read it on the air. Uh, we much appreciate that. And of course, you can always call us like Jay Z uh, always does. It's... And that number is. Seven seven five seven seven three eighty seven sixty one or seven seven five seven retro one. All right. <clears throat> Shout out to the Bit Bros. You can if you want to donate money to us. Um I think Nick and Aaron actually just recorded an Elden Ring episode, which will go out to our Patreon feed. Uh, so if you want to go to donate there, that's Patreon, oh man, I should have thought about knowing this before we got into this. I think it's patreon.com slash bitbros, maybe, survey says, yes, patreon.com slash bitbros, uh, you can donate there, and maybe, hopefully, uh, Nick, Nick and Aaron are a little bit slackers, I know they've recorded it, they gotta edit it and stuff, so hopefully it'll be up by the time you donate, if not, there's a bunch of backlog that you can listen to. Uh, and so, yeah, so let you go check that out. Shout out to the Wee Dude of the music, uh, Nico's 8 bit stereo on YouTube. He stereoizes all these old NES tunes, makes them sound all modern in your left and your right ear. Um, and shout out to the Fox Dude for our awesome logo. And, uh, you know what? Uh, aside from the outro music for the next game, which I will be pulling up. Shortly, Justin, can you kill some time? Kill some time for a second. Talk, sure. talk some uh, Well, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies just beat the bar out of Golden State. That's a that's a southern term here. Was <laughs> yeah, beat the bar. That's a thing. Not a lot of people are going to know what beat the far out of them. Just uh, that just ended. Uh, that game just ended. They got a notice on my ESPN. Uh, app and you got it down there over there i don't uh keep buying a little bit more time although i got i can buy a little bit of time too while i'm while i'm <laughs> doing this um i want you to i'm gonna play i'm gonna let you hear something real quick um all right here listen to this ready yep oh you talked over it let's try it again ready here it comes you hear that no i didn't all right let me try one more time i'm gonna get closer to the mic of course, you can hear that, I'm sure. Say, so listen, 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 you gotta be real quick. 
listen real quick. Everybody listen real quick. Real quiet. Ah, do you hear it? One more time. One more time. Everybody listen. Everybody? Everybody listen? Did you hear it that time? No. Okay, long story short, got a new water bottle. It's uh, the most useless, uh, well, not useless, it's useful, but it's the most um, uh, kind of like over-the-top water bottle I've ever had. It's kind of silly what yeah. it does, but it's a hydrate spark, which means it basically just measures the water as I drink it and logs it into my phone. So there's just something really to chew, chew on. Uh, I don't know what urged me to... Uh, to do it, but you know, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's kind of nice. <laughs> well, I mean, I d- do I need something to blink at me and tell me whenever it's time to drink water? No, is it kind of fun? Yeah, it's kind of fun. So, there you go. There's there's a little something. The Hydrate Spark does not sponsor us, although maybe now they should. They could. Hint, they could. hint. Uh. So uh, there you go. There's a little something for the for the listeners to chew on while I do this background stuff that I should have been doing way before we recorded the episode. Almost done. Almost done. <coughs> well. Yeah. All right. All right. So here you go. I'm gonna do a little tease. Uh, it's a little something that. You know, maybe you, uh, maybe you've not heard in a while. Maybe we, maybe we said that it was going to die. Maybe we changed our mind. But uh, I don't know. I don't. You tell me, Justin. Should we, should we bring back our good friend Soundboard Mario for a future episode? I think it may be time. Okie dokie. Oh. Okay. Okay, all right, maybe it's time, maybe it's time then, maybe it's time. All right, so, next game music coming up, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time.